Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Cool fact, a crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Also, you can get health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans, underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage for you. Learn more at UH1.com. You're watching Oilers Nation every day with Tyler Remshot. Your one-stop shop for all things Oilers. It's game day. Let's get into it with the lead. Tyler, Tyler went into this. I don't know what I'm going to say for the lead, so he just yelled yeah. and hung be, on to the word. To be fair, time. I never know what I'm going to say for the lead. It always comes has, from the heart. It comes from the heart, and it usually comes about halfway through the intro. And I'll be like, "Ooh, this might be funny." Um, maybe not my best work today, but that's okay. Only game four of the season. We're not freaking out about anything. I uh, welcome into Oilers Nation every day a Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day edition of the show. Sherwood Ford, their fantastic mobile service department. You can find them online, mm-hmm. and then you can look at their fantastic selection of new and used vehicles. Get you in a nice, comfortable Ford before winter. I'm also now a proud owner of a Ford Expedition. Wow. You, have a, you have two vehicles? I'm I'm all in Ford. We're a Ford family. Crawford's about to get her first Ford, too. Oh, one of like the little kid ones. That'd be oh, so yeah. Cool. We're all in. We're Ford for life. Ford family. You, we should make her a mini nation truck. We should. Actually, Surveyor Brat, if you're watching, I'm in the market because he, he, he had an F-150, wow. and I think it's the right color, so I think there's something there. Mm. Brett, let us know. If you're watching, yeah. uh, if you're watching on the Century Mile Racetrack and Casino YouTube chat, where the first comment of the day comes from Bring Cassie and Home, who says <laughs> 300 likes today for a bag milk face reveal. We'll also accept Tyler chugging a bottle of Crown Royal. Um, no, I drink responsibly. Shout out to our friends at Crown Royal. Mm-hmm. Um, and I don't think 300 likes would be enough for the bag milk. Thing. I, I think he's pretty committed uh, to that bit. It, yeah. it, it, okay. I'm going to give you a little piece of advice. Okay. Uh, Bag milk's identity is the worst kept secret, I think, on the internet. Probably. Um, I think if you attend a nation event, mm-hmm. come on a nation trip, he will come up to you and introduce himself as bag milk. So just you know, get amongst it, uh, and you will find out the uh, not so secret secret. That was, is my tip for you. I was thinking about that when we did After Dark, but Greta, like BM was on that show. <laughs> I know. <laughs> we didn't shy away from saying who it was. No. And nobody did anything. No, like, like, like he's on the mic. The, the show is being broadcast over the speakers of Greta. Mm-hmm. And it's like, I am bag milk. He <laughs> announced it on the speaker to 200 people. Yep. Yeah. I had a Worst guy, kept secret. I had a guy come up to me at one of the parties there and he was like, hey, psst, like, pull me aside. And he's all, it's, 
is that bagged milk over there? You know, it's like meeting a celebrity. And I'm looking at him. I'm like, I don't know, man. It might be like, go ask him. And then he turns to me and he goes, well, actually, Waz told me already that it is. <laughs> or go like, find oh, Waz, oh, I guess. Okay. There's your other <laughs> I guess there's yeah. that too, right? No, that, that's probably not cool. I'm going to tell BM that he's got a leak. Uh, the only leak to the bag milk secret can be bag milk. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, all right. Our pal McKay is in the chat. First time back this year, lads. Loved it last year. And I mean, Welcome show's back. different this year because we have a new couch. I'm very yes. comfortable. <laughs> Isn't it? It is a bit off. So sometimes. I do pregame shows on that couch. It's hard to stay dialed in. My eyes are getting heavy. I, it would actually be hilarious if Jay like fell asleep. We just had to like zoom him out of yeah. the shot for a bit. <laughs> Dial it right back in. Well, uh, it's a long season. It might happen. Yeah, you never know. Um, Nuge lover. The best lead was when Tyler did the fart noise, but no one heard it because the mics were off. That was good. Yeah, that was a good. And one. it was probably best that the mics were off. That would have been a really un- unsettling noise for people to hear first thing. Well, ASMR off of people. Did yeah, did it. the fart noise? Uh, Does the fart noise? Quail. I, think I, I really hope I'm <laughs> no, saying that right. If I'm messing up your name, I'm sorry. Correct me. And he said shows difference because different because we do shots. Yeah. That is also we party this year. Um, do we have a light goal? I have an idea, but if you have an idea, you can do it. I don't have one. Okay, I have an idea. The <laughs> chat early on was buzzing that we're going to get a Connor Brown hat trick tonight. Okay. Obviously, setting a light goal of 28 is too low. That, yes. We've already passed it. Yeah. So what we need to do is times 28 by 3 and get ourselves at 84. How about 84. what if we times it by... Oh, yeah. It's just 84. That. Let's give the chat an easy one. They really impressed us yesterday. Let's see how quickly well, they can get to 84. Halfway there. Good work, everybody. Um, it's pronounced Kyle, but it's spelled Q-A-Y-L. <laughs> that kind of makes sense. Quail? It does. Sorry, Kyle. Um, like thanks it. for the comment. Thanks for watching. Hit it's the like awesome button. It's awesome to have a name that starts with Q. It's very unique. Mm-hmm. Because Q is like one of the pretty letters of the alphabet. Mm-hmm. It is. It's very royal for all handwriting. What else is difficult? Pretty though. letter. <laughs> um, a handwritten Z. Uh, a lowercase Q. Uh, in cursive is cool. Yeah. Actually, a cursive Z is cool. Yeah. Yeah. Ooh, but I guess I'm talking to a generation who probably doesn't understand what the hell cursive is. I'm familiar. I don't know. Well, you, well, you you write the queens. Not only just yes. speak it, you write it. <laughs> walk the walk, talk the talk. You gotta write. Sherwood Ford Giant Game Day. Uh, let's get into a couple of headlines here. The first one: the Edmonton Oilers are going back to Jack. Second straight game. Jack Campbell's going to get the start. His third start of the season. What do we think of that choice? I, I'm all for it. I think we decided in the chat yesterday as well. It was the right call. I know some people were saying, hey, sure, starting Jack would be a good idea. But if Skinner had a similar bounce back in this game, and you could see him doing it against a team like the Flyers, if Skinner had a similar bounce back, the thinking would be, how great would you feel about your goaltending? I think that's a little bit too mystery boxy, where it's like, do you want the boat or do you want the mystery box that could be a boat? The old family guy thing. Just, just take the boat. Take the Jack Campbell start. Jack? is the $5 million goalie we made the big bet on. So getting him going and actually him being becoming our 1A, I think is pretty important. So he played really good in Nashville. Mm -hmm. You know, we won 6-1, but like he was a big part in us winning 6-1. That game could have been a lot more competitive than it was. The guy has earned the net, and this is the guy we got to get going. Uh, So Jack has put in the work. It's also another good vote of confidence. Big performance. Keep the net. Like it's creating the right culture. Stuart, you'll get your chance. Mm-hmm. Right. This is, you know, it's, it's just this. They were trying to flip the model of last year 
um, uh, and putting Jack on top. So I'm totally on board with it, and he's deserved it. Who, Skinner, we know who he is. He's still developing. He's still young. Yeah. yeah. So it's fine. You'll get you'll get your time, Stu. Don't worry. Here's a look at his performance against the Nashville Predators and expected goals against of 3.2. He actually only gave up one incredibly mm. impressive night from Soup. Uh, the Soup is certainly hot right now. Mm. Is it repeatable? Yeah. I, and also, I just don't think the Oilers need to play in a what-if game. Mm-hmm. Like, what if oh. Stuart Skinner doesn't play well? You know, like right now, you know, Jack Campbell is, is in Jack good form well. after his game and mm-hmm. he deserves a crease. I think we spoke about it a ton last year on the opposite side of things. It's like, well, why should the others give the crease back to Campbell if Skinner's winning so much? So why not just do the same this year? So 100%. I'm all on Campbell. 100%. Yep. Me too. I think it's the right call. Um, on the blue line, there's going to be a change as well. Yes. Which Vinny Deharnay comes yeah. in for Philip Broberg. I I saw some people obviously in the comments of uh, of the lineup when the tweet went out, being like, "Ah, oh, why are we doing this? Broberg played fine." I think it's totally fair to be like, "Broberg played fine." At the same point, keep the rotation. You don't want anyone getting rusty early in the year. It's a road trip you're on, so keep guys fresh. I think going with Vinny, especially against a team like Philly, who's got some bite to him, I don't see a downside here. Yeah, I think you need the physicality of mm-hmm. Deharnay in this game. To be honest, Philly's. Don't have a ton of skill, and they're probably just going to try and mm-hmm. be gritty the entire game. But that's all they got. That's yeah, all they exactly. can be. So you have to expect that they're going to be. Yeah. So if you got a guy like Travis Konechny going to the net, well, Vincent Dayane is going to be there to make sure he pucks his ass on the ice. Yeah. Travis Konechny's had a very good start of the season as well. We'll have more on that in just a second. But here is how the rest of the Oilers lineup is expected to go for our friends at Sherwood Ford. Uh, McDavid, Kane, Drysaddle, Nuge, Fogel, Hyman. That sweet, sweet second line. Never doubted him. Uh, second line. Yeah. Can they keep that rolling? I don't know. What are you willing to wager? Ooh. <laughs> Nothing this time. <laughs> Going to give the old liver a break, maybe. Um, but I, I, I thought the third line also played really good last game, too. Brown, Holloway, McLeod. I'm excited to see if they can maybe get on the score sheet tonight. Yeah. I want them to see. I want to see them generate actual chances on mm-hmm. goal earlier mm-hmm. in the game. I feel like a lot of their chances came in the third period when the game was already gone. I just want to see a good opportunity from that line tonight. A lot of energy on that line. Yeah, and it's great. They need that. And they got a lot of shots last game, too. Maybe nothing that you'd be like, oh, great yeah. A, but they were buzzing. Well, the math will start working in their favor, right? Just keep being yep. buzzsaws, keep getting pucks on net, and stuff's going to happen. I just hope Jay Woodcroft is patient. Like, I think this Holloway McLeod duo has such a good opportunity to be really, really impactful for the Edmonton Oilers throughout the entire season. Mm-hmm. And I don't want to see Jay Woodcroft at any point get frustrated and be like, ah, oh, they're not scoring. Like, I need to mix it up. Like, them not scoring is fine. They're breaking even, they're doing their job. The goals and production, it'll be gravy. And I think it'll come. Uh, you, well, you like, you want some production. I'm not I, saying I, they can I, go, I'm yeah. preaching patience <clears throat> with you, but you want production from your third line. Good teams get production from the third line, but I I believe in that duo. Mm-hmm. We gotta, you know, we gotta give Holloway his chance. We gotta. I know the NHL is not a developmental league, but like we need to, you know, develop him and nurture him a little bit because we gotta. There's something there. You gotta give him a leash. You gotta give him a little bit of a leash. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I think the beneficial thing for that line is that like no one below them is going to push him out of the way right now. <laughs> if anything, if that line gets split up, they're going to be playing with better players. Yeah. Yeah. And that's right. a good point too. Yeah. It's yeah, it's not like Adam Ernie's getting a spot on the no. third line or anything like I, that. I think he's lucky he's still in the team, to be honest. Well, that ties into something I wanted to bring up. NHL waivers just came out. There's oh, a player yeah. on waivers uh, that the Oilers have had interest in in the past. It's not Kevin LeBanc. Uh, but do you remember when a few years ago, Kevin LeBanc took that discount deal with San Jose? Yeah. And he's never he was a good deal forced since. that deal. Yeah. Oh, it was, I feel so bad for him. 
That's what the Oilers should have done with Boosh. Am I right? Uh, anyway, so Kevin LeBanc not on waivers, even though his camp was told by Frank or Frank Zervalli reported his camp was told this morning he was going on waivers. Then the Sharks were like, gotcha. You're, you're playing tonight. Um, but the Ottawa Senators have placed Zach McEwen on waivers. The Oilers had interest in him at the deadline. Yeah. I believe the Oilers had interest in him over the summer, but they did not want to go the three year term that the Ottawa Senators gave him. <laughs> but it's three years, 775K. You could put Ernie on waivers and send him down, place a claim on Zach McEwen, 27 years old, right winger. So maybe he fits your lineup a little bit better. What do you think? I'm just looking at his numbers. That like, is interesting. The contract, like uh, the seven, number is not bad. It's just the term. Do you but want I guess, him in your org for three years? Yeah. But you could just wave him again and send him down. And it's no cap it. It's no cap it. So you want to waste a contract on him, though. No cap. No cap. No cap. Nice. He, listen, he doesn't <laughs> score. That's the Never. concern. He had a season back in 2019 20 when he came up and for 17 games with the Canucks, he was sick. He scored five goals. Um, from that point on in his career, he's played like 150 some games and he's only scored eight times. He can't score, but he's tough as nails. And you know, Ken Holland likes having a bit of bite on his fourth line. I love, like, I, I, I love a little bite. Uh, I like the idea of Zach McEwen, but I don't think if it's, if it's replacing him with Ernie, yeah. Then yeah, because like yeah, cycling through there. Ernie's not yeah. that tough. Like McEwen's actually, you know, you got to keep your head up when he's on the ice type guy. Yeah. Um, and that's a factor. That plays a factor. Mm-hmm. There's the psychological factor. I think fans would love him too. Oh yeah, quickly. Yeah. Is he sorry, the others have 44 contracts. No. So they do have some wiggle room to bring in someone like this that, if they then. wanted to. Yeah. Um man. I don't know. I, I think I'm more obsessed with the idea of a Zach McEwen because I'm chasing Clem Costin 2.0. And I'm like, God, but he's not Clem Costin. I know he can't score like that. He doesn't have the offensive tools. So I'm like, hey, don't worry about it. Just yeah. don't. Just ignore him. The Oilers should just, if, if the Red Wings have a bad season, they should just do some kind of wizardry uh, Hall and Iserman connection and bring Clem back. Red Wings leading the league in goals through four games. I know. Who I know. Played? Uh, they just beat the wheels out of. Uh, or sorry, no, they just, got a, they just got a big win over Pittsburgh last night, and then they beat okay. up on CBG a couple days ago. Um, yeah, I don't know. Um, Nuge Lover, is bringing in McEwen going to become a Cassian situation again where he's well-liked at the beginning and by the end of the three years? But he's he making was- 775, and all he has to do is fight. Like, Cassian had to score. He had to and they had to, keep- And then he wasn't fighting. <laughs> like, yeah. he was, yeah. So, like, it was... It's, it's a completely different beast. Uh, good news. The Zach Mack attack is back, Jack. <laughs> Okay, sure. Does he kill um, penalties or anything like that? I don't think he does like, anything. It feels like he's just in the box taking penalties more than... Yeah, probably. But there's always another guy with him. He's always got a dance partner. Yeah, I just think... I think I've talked myself out of it now. Oh, well, and another layer to it is too, the Oilers penalty kill stinks. Do you want a guy coming in that's in the penalty box often enough? Like, the Oilers should have got Delorier. Like, I would have loved Yeah, Delorier they couldn't afford Delorier, though. Some, well, yeah. What did they sign him for? One and a half? Uh, Philly gave him... 1.75 for three years. They couldn't afford that. Yeah, they topped it up. Yeah. And a three-year deal. Loved and and uh, these always send me when guys like this get no trade clauses. Like why? why? <laughs> Nick Delorier wasn't happy with like the guarantee of almost $5 million. <laughs> he was like, nah, I, I want to be in Philly. Kind of like our Eric Belanger thing. Remember when it was like, he took the extra year because he wants to be he, here. So he bad. believes. He believes. Yeah. Nick Delorier believes told, in growing his bank account. And he told the Flyers, he's like, I believe in what you're building. I want a no trade clause. 
All right. Sure, man. Um, all right. Okay. So I think we're out on, uh, I think we're out on Zach McEwen. He is a former Philadelphia flyer though. Um, and again, they flipped him to LA at the deadline. The Oilers had interest in him last year at the deadline throughout the season when they were looking to add some jam into their bottom six. And I do think the fourth line at some point will need to be upgraded here for the Edmonton Oilers, but probably a bit of a future problem. I think they're good enough for now. Matt Hendricks. We need a Matt. He didn't even really score. I know, but it doesn't matter. Great room guy. Yeah. Worked his bag. Yeah. I don't know if McEwen is like a Matt Hendricks level room guy. I don't know. I love Matt Hendricks. I loved him too. I think you can make a strong argument. The Oilers went downhill for a couple of years after he left. They should almost bring him in like as player development just to keep him around the guys. He's in mini. Isn't he? I know. Just, yeah. just hire a vibes guy. Yeah. Just comes in and make sure the vibes are high. Yeah. He's on Ox. Chief vibes off, <laughs> o- officer. CBO. CBO. That, that's actually my dream job. I think now that, now that I think. Bad title. Just walk in every room. How are the vibes? Good. Just change you the lighting. The best daps. Put music on. You got to dap everybody up, but it's always a clean one. Sorry. We're getting distracted. You got to dap everybody, <laughs> but it's always a clean one. Yeah. Um, all right, let's get into uh, our notes for this hockey game. Our game day notes are brought to you by Wendy's. Ooh. We got a new Survivor Pool style game launching with Wendy's next I, week. Yeah, I can't like. We're gonna have a lot of fun time. Uh, we're gonna have a lot of fun mm-hmm. and a fun time uh, creating content uh, around that game. Yeah, so there's a lot on the line here as well, which is great. Not in terms of risking anything, because it'll be free to play up at dailyfaceoff.com when things get launched. Um, but the fun part is, if you win it all by the end of the year, well, there's money. There's money on and the along line. Along the way, you can win a bunch of burgers. I love JBC is like one of the elite burgers yeah. going. <laughs> Bro, it was an accident. Well, I know that. <laughs> the show is just absolutely in shambles. We're right shouting now. out one but, uh, sponsor, Liam's yeah. tearing down a different one. Uh, but yeah, we're going to be giving away burgers and food prizes throughout the mm-hmm. week with our friends at Wendy's. And it is all presented by their new, very real barbecue bacon cheeseburger, freshly oh. added to the Wendy's lineup. Enjoy the applewood smoked bacon and crispy onions as cheese melts, melts over the fresh, never frozen Canadian beef. Before our partnership even started, I actually was at Wendy's last week and I got one of these burgers because I'm like, damn, it looked good. And it lived up to the hype. And then get a side JBC. There's my guy right there. I was just going to say it. JBC is without a doubt the best value menu burger that's ever existed ever. And I will, I will fight this. Yeah, I will. Yeah, yeah, I'm in. All right. Our game notes, uh, the flyers, they are two, one and to start the season. That's actually somewhat surprising. They have a winning record. Um, Plan the parade. A big reason why both Sean Couturier and Cam Atkinson are back playing with the club. Here is how the Flyers will line up. Those are two guys who basically haven't played for the last year and a half. Sean Couturier just scored his first NHL goal in 21 months. That is crazy. They're going to be on the top line with Owen Tippett on the left side. Scott Lawton with Tyson Forrester and Travis Konechny. How about the start to the season for Travis Konechny? Five points in the team's first three games. Third line has Noah Cates with Bobby Brink and Joel Farabee. Ryan Poling with Garnet Hathaway and Nick Delorier. That is a tough as nails fourth line oh, on the Flyers. I love Garnet Hathaway too, Jim. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trends says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y dot 
and discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799. Anyways. That's all? You just really want Garnet <laughs> Hathaway? Uh, he got a good ticket from them too, though. $2.3 million for yeah. two years. That's a, That's a pretty sweet money. fourth line right there. It is a pretty sweet that fourth line. That is a line. tough fourth line. Yeah. I like it. On the blue line, that's where things get a little hairy for the Philadelphia Flyers. Cam York with Travis Sanheim. Mark Stahl with Sean Walker. Egor Zamula with Nick Sealer. It's Cam York, who's okay, but very young. Travis Sanheim, who's really good. And then a bunch of number six defensemen. You loved Sealer, though, last year. I liked Sealer as a seventh defenseman insurance piece at the deadline. Loved him. (laughs) <laughs> Loved him. Um, and even, you know what, even this year, he's a right guy that can play both sides at 775K. So the love is not fizzled I'm just out. saying, if you it's need insurance, um, although I am more Oh, of a we need insurance. Guy. Our blue line is not... Uh, other teams look at ours and say, huh. Yeah, but it's better than this. This is really bad. Mark Stahl isn't an NHL defenseman anymore. That's all he Well, we'll see that tonight. Maybe. I think we will. I see. think you're right. <laughs> I think I'll be proven right tonight. Yeah. Mark Stahl dash two tonight. Bet. That's my prediction. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. I think you'll be dash three. Oh man. I think it's gonna, like, I, I, we can't take Philly for granted here. I know. Cause they're two and one to start the year. Well, but they're going to work hard. They've got, you know, some of their skill guys back. They obviously can be tough. Um, and Carter Hart between the pipes. Carter Hart between the pipes. Sure, yeah. the defense is kind of meh. So they've beaten Columbus 4-2. They beat Vancouver 2-0. Carter Hart played great. So did Thatcher Demko, though. And then they lost 5-2 to uh, the Ottawa Senators. That top six is not bad, though. Nope. Can you pull that back up again, Aaron? Yep. It's pretty legit. The top six can bang. Bottom six. The third line is will be good one day. Bobby Brink's a good player. Hates. I don't. Yeah, you know actually. their forward group isn't bad. Here's they're where I kind of good. Here's where I come out right? on the Flyers. Yeah, they're too good. Yeah, like John Tortorella and Carter Hart and a group of veterans that are going to be fighting every night. That's going to make them good enough to be an eighty point team. Sounds like a great tenth overall pick team. <laughs> exactly. Which is and what they, they need to do is suck for three years. Yeah, they need to rebuild. Yeah. So well, they'll I, be moving some pieces then. Yep. So they'll be they'll be scrappy on any given night. Maybe Carter, they can convince Delorier to waive the no trade and come up to Edmonton for <laughs> the final two years of his contract. Fifty percent retained. Fifty percent retained. Uh, Carter Hart is fifth in the league, I believe, in save percentage with a nine twenty two goals against average of two thirty five amongst qualified goaltenders. So Carter Hart is off to a great start. That's who Jack Campbell is going to be battling between the pipes this evening. The Flyers are thirteenth in shots against per sixty of five on five. So I know I ripped their blue line, but as a team. Again, probably a product of a John Tortorella system and a team that just skates to both ends very, very hard. They've been average at preventing shots so far. Uh, They're also top 10 in shots for. So it's a team that's been controlling the pace of play pretty well. One area where the Oilers could potentially exploit them tonight is with the man advantage. The Flyers have a penalty kill percentage of 75% that puts them in the bottom third of the NHL. I think that's why they always just take advantage of every team in the league, though, isn't it? The power play. Yeah. And just kind of. But you're but way. you're really licking your chops when it's a bad PK on the other side. I'm just curious to see how the others come out tonight against this mm-hmm. Flyers team. I feel like they're a team if you can kind of get on top of them a bit early, then you can go ahead and take it over. Like you look at that Ottawa game. I think the Flyers only had like 12 shots in the game or something like that. Mm-hmm. And Ottawa had like 35-ish. The Oilers can do that to the Flyers, too. Totally. Totally. We'll get to uh, some of the picks we like later on in the show. 
uh, courtesy of our friends over at Betway. Uh, but there you go. There's your Flyers notes for tonight's game brought to you by Wendy's. We're going to be dropping that survivor game over at dailyfaceoff.com. So you can go in, make your picks, back your guys. And while you obsess over your dream team, you can reward that dedication with Wendy's new obsession, the all-new, very real barbecue bacon cheeseburger. With a JBC side. The JBC side. And a Frosty. And a medium fries. You know what I like I about Wendy's is... I love the Frosty. Yeah. Even yeah, the things that are like the meals. medium size at Wendy's is huge. The portions at Wendy's, like the value is unbelievable. They've really elevated their fry game too. Mm-hmm. And that's very important. Speaking of value... I warm- sometimes like to substitute my fries with a JBC. Just, oh, so you just go two smart burgers. man. Smart well, man. I would maybe then go two G. Can I give you a sleeper, a sleeper pick on the Wendy's menu? <laughs> the taco <laughs> salad. Oh, really? Yeah, okay. that bangs. That, it bangs. That, that, That's yeah. actually good to know if I'm in a uh, keep a tight phase. Yeah. The taco salad. Oh, buddy, the taco salad's unexpected, legit. but all the salads at Wendy's are actually yeah, really good. Everything really? is. I got a Wendy's like two minutes from my house, Me too. and I knew that this partnership was coming. Yeah. I've been door dashing Wendy's. Boom. Two and one. Look at that. Out of boy. Um, from your house too. Yeah. Well, hey, Jay, sometimes I'm not in a state. <laughs> sometimes, don't move. sometimes I'm not in a state sometimes where I can don't behind move. the wheel. I am with hey, you. you know what? The door dash driver probably appreciates it. He yeah. goes and picks up the order and yeah. he's like, son of a gun. This is the easiest yeah. to win. Yeah. This guy's real lazy. He's just drinking some Crown Royal at home. Aaron, three Aaron. for three. There you How's go, Liam. Dice, Bring them all in together. Yeah. Brand synergy. Um, well, almost knocked over my mic. Uh, speaking of value, Warren Fogel's been a little bit of a, or was a bit of a value play last game. If you if you have him in fantasy, um, I wonder about this ta- this second line, man. I mean, we we joked about contract year Fogel a lot. Said it's finest. It is. It is. But I know we've had some pieces up at OilersNation.com talking about these three and like maybe they have the makings of a line that could work. And then the big benefit is it allows you to play McDavid and try to settle together. But yeah, it, it does. And it did. But we also shouldn't be always playing those two together. We shouldn't. If we're doing well, we're not. Let me, uh, let me pick your brain on this idea. I wrote about it. It was the lead off piece this morning on the site. What if you could go out at the deadline and go get a high-end centerman? What if you got someone who yep. allowed you to throw them in between Nuge and Hyman and have no concerns about that second line? And then your third line could really stay the same here. McLeod, Brown, Holloway. Okay. All of a sudden, or maybe it even involves pushing Fogel down the lineup. I would assume he'd be a cap casualty in the trade though, but it could really make you deeper and it could still give you a second line that's feared. I've, I've got a question. Okay. Who? Sam Bennett. Oh, I'm talking your language. I know. Well, can I can I float an idea? You know I love atmosphere? Sam Bennett type player. <laughs> playoff <laughs> guy, <laughs> playoff performer. Tyler Mulek had the idea. Tyler Mulek. The real one. The, the real one. one. The real one. Yeah. Uh, I'm with you, man. That is uh now Florida needs to be in a bit of a tire fire situation. Yeah, which they haven't been so far. They'll probably be competitive enough. Why can't Nuge just be our second line center? Nuge should be a winger. He's I think he's a winger. Better as a winger. He should be a winger. Oh, someone else just threw an interesting name in the Point chat. The other day. If Seattle falls out of the mix, you go get Yanni Gord. Is he a Santa? Yeah. I thought he was a winger. He's a he's got two more years. He's or he's got one more year. Guy. He's a spark plug. Yeah. But I feel like on a on a championship team, he's a third line center. Yeah, and he's not an expiring deal. Um, I thought maybe he was. The commenter said he was, but he's not. He's got one more year. So it'd be tough to get Seattle to retain. So probably not a good fit there. Mm-hmm. Um, but I'm I'm also still firmly on the Jordan Everly train, just for vibes. 
Hell of a vibes. fight the other day. Yeah. Drop dropped the mitt the other game. Yeah. Was, yeah. Um, unexpected. Surprise. Yeah. That's his first fight, I think. It might be. I think. Might be. Mm-hmm. Um, anyways, those are, uh, that was an idea I had. But this second line, even if you've just caught lightning in a bottle for a week with them, I think that's fine because, again, it'll at least give you a week of playing McDavid and Drysaddle, getting everything back on track, yep. get your record above 500, and then go back to McDavid and Drysaddle on separate lines because I do think ultimately that's what you should be doing. Like, if, if we could make like a nails second line mm-hmm. and it, like, and you can keep McDavid yeah. and Drysaddle together, like, that's pretty fucking cool. <laughs> I was watching Sports Center yesterday and Rashog was going off about how the Oilers won't win a cup with McDavid and Dry on the same line. They need to be separated. And all I could think was this Mulek idea of, yeah, but what if you got another second line center and you could roll those two for a whole playoffs? Are you kidding me? I know. But also yeah. you look at the hole on the blue line and you look at the fourth line and it does yeah. feel a little bit like yeah, you're dreaming of a sports car when you can't afford a bus pass kind of thing. <laughs> <laughs> I like that analogy a lot. That's well, like, it's like, okay, we should maybe fix like the things that need to be fixed and then we can talk about going and doing something crazy. Yep. But, yep. But, you know, dare to dream. Um, you also missed some great fights about the UC Soros idea, which was hilarious. Yeah, what do you think of that? What What is it again? Tyler, give him the trade. We I talked know. about people, it on After Dark a little. People are probably sick of uh You of think UC it. Soros is junk, right? I is think that- he's amazing. I think <laughs> okay. he's one of the best goalies in the league. Yeah. I said, would you give up two first-round picks, Holloway and Broberg, and, and Campbell? Campbell for Soros? Dude. Giving up Campbell would cost a lot, or getting rid of Campbell would cost a lot, which is where the first first round pick comes from. And then, it's, but we also just decimated our roster. Have you? Yes, yes. You're losing one effective player in Holloway. That's <laughs> <laughs> oh, so you're out on it. You're Tom out. Yeah, like like yeah. You see, Soros is a great goalie. Unbelievable. But my, like, <sighs> my argument was against it. That you shouldn't need to give up that much. Why wouldn't you do a trade with Phoenix to get veggie? Because I think they want a lot lower price tag. Because they're trying to win. Yeah. I think they want veggie to be their goalie for the next decade. Yes. I I think think Soros is the man now. He's the guy. I do love veggie though. I I have a lot of shares in the veggie market in terms of fantasy hockey and things like that. I love veggie. Yeah. Leon in a first for Casey DeSmith. Wow, you did just <laughs> steal a game the other day. Yeah. I mean, hey, recency bias. Um, I love that everyone, like only in Edmonton, it's October 19th. We're talking about deadline targets and trades. It's a game day. Oilers taking on the Flyers tonight. 5.30 start in this one. A nice light early start. It's also a loaded night of NHL hockey. We'll get uh, a little bit more on that later in the show. But there's a couple outside of Edmonton debates that we wanted to get yeah. into today on the show. Oh, yeah. okay. Liam, there's one you're passionate about. You said we need to talk about. Uh, yeah, I've... Something I've thought about in the past, but the Corey Perry Hall of Fame debate sparked a little bit recently. Yep. Is he a Hall of Famer? Okay. So he's won. Has he won the heart or has he won the Richard? He's won the heart. Both. He's won yeah. the heart and the Richard. Mm-hmm. And I'm, he's won a cup. And the Olympics. And he's won the Olympics, World Junior Gold. Yep. Uh, he's played 4,000 games in the NHL. Won a cup. 
Oh, that's one. Two cups. Didn't he win one in Tampa? Never won. He lost three years in a row in the finals. Yeah. Montreal. Oh, he kept oh, yeah. picking the wrong side. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. He was always on the wrong Triple side. gold club, been an NHL all star a whole bunch of times. But is that he only really had one season kind of as an elite, elite producer of offense? I mean, I guess three straight 30 plus goal seasons. One of them was a 40 goal year. And he had the 50 goal year. Oh man, maybe we misremembered just how dominant, or how good he was. Dominant. Yeah, he was dominant. If that resume that you just read, triple gold, yeah. rocket, heart, if that's not a Hall of Fame career, oh, I don't know what is then. I yeah. think he is for sure. Here are his goal totals over a stretch of 2010 to 2016 50, 37, 15, but he only played 44 games. He got, or it was a lockout shortened year. And then 43, 33, 34. So for a five year stretch, he was a good player for a two-year stretch he was an elite player is that enough to get you in the hall of fame so seven years he was really good out of his 19 in the nhl it's another classic argument of longevity over you know height peak sorry height peak he's pretty tall he's He's pretty tall six hall of fame nickname the worm the worm (laughs) ryan reeves doesn't think he's a hall of fame guy that's for sure no, Ryan Reeves does not like him. Um, well, that's, that, that's the worm. I'm going to say yeah, not yeah. not first ballot, but he eventually gets in as he's remembered more fondly down the line. Kind of like we've seen with a lot of guys, like a Dave Andrichuk. Did they well, have a Dave Andrichuk won some cups, didn't he? Yeah, so did Perry. Took a couple just cups. one? I thought. Wasn't that his thing yeah, at the end of just, his career? Just the one with the bolts. He won the one when he retired? He didn't win some with New Jersey? I mean, I was nine years old, but let me look it up. <laughs> I was nine years old. Also, Corey Perry was the captain of Team Canada at the World Championships, which he went 22 years crown. without winning one and then did. Oh, wow. Yeah, like Corey Perry is the international success, too, to kind of back this thing up. Would you call him Captain Canada? Uh, no, I'd call Ryan Smith Captain Canada. He also has 53 playoff goals and 124 playoff points. That's really damn good. In 196 games. So he's a Hall of Famer. I think yeah, we just settled it. So I don't yeah. think it's... Yeah. Yeah, it's it, it's a hell of a body of work, man. Mm-hmm. What's that thing Frank said? Like, is, was he like? A, is it like a top ten thing? Like, was he a top ten player player in his position or whatever? Wait, like, won the hard and the hard, yeah, the, and the rocket. I think the argument Frank was having when he brought this up was on Phil Kessel that like there's so many years Phil Kessel was like the third best right winger in the league, or yeah. like whatever. Right? And I feel like Corey Perry has always been like. Not always, last few years, obviously, but a top five right wing. Phil's is an so it, Phil story. Kessel is an interesting conversation too, because he has yeah. won a boatload of cups. Three, He's, right? he was effective for a long time. Iron Man streak. Iron Man streak. Hot dogs. Tyler <laughs> <laughs> Mulek, Tom Effing Barrasso's in the Hall of Fame, bro. This isn't even a debate. Yeah, I mean, we, it, it probably isn't a debate for Perry. Hey, that guy won a Stanley Cup like his first year at a high school or something crazy. Yeah, he Devin Levi is like the only goalie since Barrasso to not have to right. play in the American League or whatever and jump straight to the NHL out of college or high school in Barrasso's case. Yeah, so that's crazy. Um, all right, second one I wanted to give you guys. Oh, no, sorry, he won the Vezna's first yeah. year at high school. Um, you guys see the stuff about the NFL? And flag football football. going to the Olympics in 2028. You see this? Yes. No. So Uh, it's going to be added as an Olympic event in 2028. Flag football. Or officially an Olympic event. I think it's an event. I thought it was official. I think it's an event. What year? 2028? Yeah, in LA. Process. You just don't jump right into it. It is a good point now. They they have it at the Olympics (laughs) as a demonstration sport. And then they kind of 
just like uh, what was it called? They had it the '88 Olympics. It was like ski dancing. See those videos of, like guys going down and like doing like flips over their poles, like slowly down the hill. I can't remember what it's called. That sounds awesome. It's like ski dancing, <laughs> yeah. Um, We've talked about Olympic yeah. skiing two days in a row, Liam. Eddie the Eagle yesterday. The Eagle. Well, flag football is a movie. Flag football's <laughs> newly you, yeah. approved inclusion in the Olympics. So IOC approves LA's proposal for five additional sports, one of which is going to be flag football. I don't know who's going to compete with the states in this. That was kind of my thing. Canada. So like, are NFLers going to? Okay. Yeah, oh yeah, they're the NFL players oh. are fired up to play. Oh really? Tyreek yeah. was talking. My, about Tyreek, like the, it's like all fast, tall guys. Micah Parsons was like, "We need to put on like for the USA." He was like, "Me, Jamar, Justin Jefferson." He's like, "We've all said we're going to." Imagine it. Well, they, they lost. They will just <laughs> murder everyone. Well, here's yeah. another layer to it that we haven't considered yet. Canada would be in this event. Canadian yeah. quarterback. We could Trey win a medal. Ford. Well, Nathan Rourke. Nathan Rourke. No, Trey, Nathan Rourke's on a practice roster. I just got activated. Trey Ford would just sprint around everyone. It's flag football. Canadian Patty Mahomes. Trey Ford? Mm-hmm. Yes. That's what I've always called him. Can pinball Clemens make an appearance? But like, <laughs> Trey Ford I the, the memes on Twitter have been oh, hilarious. Chuba. We get Chuba. Chuba. Um, oh, Chuba, yeah. Yeah. Chase uh, Kincaid on the Bills. Uh, I'm good on Chase Claypool. Yeah, we don't yeah. Have yeah but for, for Canadian yeah. footballers, he's probably still pretty. But good. Like, that's my thing. Like, who else? What, unless there's a bunch of guys who have dual citizenship in the NFL, like. Who else? There's that other guy, too, who's on Miami. Javon Holland. Yeah. Oh, yeah, Javon Holland. So we've named I mean, three. How, many play, how many players do you need? <laughs> three. Maybe a bunch of CFL well, players. Seven, that yeah. Play. Um, Third, yeah. Well, yeah. It's just yeah. flag football. Where I wanted to go with this, would you, uh, <laughs> would you at all be interested if they made 3v3 hockey an Olympic event? No. I'm a purist. You would only want the five on five? What if they did it? Like, you know, in tennis tournaments, they do singles they and doubles. Put roller hockey in the summer Olympics. That'd be a good one. But they do singles and doubles in tennis events. So why couldn't it be a hockey thing where they like, give the Canadian Olympic team and then like, it's like that's ingrained in yeah. the tradition of tennis. Okay. So it's a hard no from you guys. Like it always start. It started as a singles and doubles. Tyler, I don't hate that idea, Thank but you. I think of it like, wouldn't all the good players be playing in the actual ice hockey Olympics? So you'd be stuck with the leave behinds for that uh, three on three, or would you just have the most super skilled three on three backyard hockey kind of guys? Like singles and doubles in tennis, like guys will do both. Hockey yeah. also do both. Yeah. So it, you like Aaron said, like Sydney Crosby wouldn't play five on five hockey and three on three hockey. Connor McDavid could. Well, I wouldn't well, want so to. good Sydney Crosby. How much country won't. pride do they have? <laughs> yeah. No. What What other sports are they letting in a slam ball on the list? Um, I love slam ball. Oh, I Five back, events man. coming. Pickleball is probably going to be in it. Ooh, soon. Baseball and softball are back. Okay. Okay. Baseball, but that's, yeah. they said five new sports. Um, oh, yeah. Sorry. I, I totally missed that. The modern pentathlon. Penta. Is that seven? Five. 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 Jeez. Yeah. Whoa. Yeah. So he also <laughs> supported the recommendations made by which are not part of the. Uh, I, don't, I can't read this article fast enough. So I have no idea. Let's go on Wikipedia. I don't know how to use that. 2028 <laughs> Olympics. We'll figure it out. Give me a second. All right. So you guys are out on the three on three. I thought that would have been fun. Also, we're at 106 <laughs> likes on the YouTube. So shout out to everyone who's watching along on a Sherwood Ford giant game day edition of the show. Uh, let's continue along, taking a look before we circle back to the Oilers eventually at what else is going on around the league. It's the menu brought to you by DoorDash for a limited time. Ding dong. Our- 
Ding dong. For a limited time, our Canadian listeners can get 25% off and zero delivery fees on their first order of $15 or more when you download the DoorDash app and enter the code NATION25. It's all caps on NATION. Busy time coming up. It's Holiday NATION25. You have to yell it as you type it in too. NATION. Is that a yell? I just... <laughs> <laughs> Make DoorDash your holiday hack. Get your groceries, meals, and more delivered right to your door. Dash that for the win tonight. Flames and Sabres at 5 o'clock. A nice little appetizer maybe for your main course that comes at 5.30. Watch the first period of Flames Sabres. I think that should be actually a really, really good hockey game. I bet you Rhett Warner will be at that game. Mm, Probably, yes. Late night after the Oilers, because again, 5.30, that Oilers game is going to be done by like 8, 8.15. That is a perfect lead-in to some interesting evening hockey. The rivalry renewed between the Vegas Golden Knights and Winnipeg Jets. Those are two teams that did not like yeah. each other for a stretch there. Um, Winnipeg, one and two to start the year, facing a little pressure, maybe looking to spoil Vegas's perfect start. They're 4-0. Golden Knights haven't missed a beat. They look unbelievable again. They did the same last year, weren't they? 13-2 and two to start the year. Yeah. Also, Gabe Velarde. Out for oh, four to six weeks. Ouch, that MCL one looked painful. Brutal. That injury. Yeah, he's out four to six weeks. Kirby Doc had a similar injury, but he's done for the season yeah, because of it. Man, he's had some bad luck. Oh, I, I uh, like the World Juniors kind mm-hmm. of kicked it all off and then never really found his groove again. Yeah. Um, and another late night game that you might want to keep an eye on from an Oilers perspective, the Seattle Kraken. Still looking for their first win. Have you paid any attention to them, Jay? I have. I have. They're not, I'm not Jay. I don't know no, you're not Jay. <laughs> Do you know how many goals they've scored in their first four games? Can I guess? Yeah. I'm guessing it's low. Mm-hmm. Uh, four games? Yeah. I'm going to go three goals. Bang on. I've they have paid attention. Uh, they have only scored three times so far through four hockey games. They look absolutely miserable. I think it's going to be a long season in Seattle. I don't think they're even going to get close. To All right. Else. Who are we plucking from the roster then? Let's go. Yanni Gord. Um, oh. uh, Alex Wenberg's a pending UFA. Justin Schultz, right shot D. Bouchard has to be out the door for taking Schultz. You only have one of them. Yeah. Um, no, I really don't see any no, that fair, great Jay. on there. That's totally um, fair. I disagree, like, Tyler. Agree what? <laughs> We're just like Seattle have, gonna have a tough season. Like so, that first game they is, stink. They don't stink. Liam, they stink. Vegas, they hit the post twice. They missed an open now, which is whatever. And they, what was that? They lost four one. Mm-hmm. They had thirty eight shots the other day against Colorado. They're just like struggling to score at the moment. But they also had six guys who had twenty plus goals last season. Like this team is gonna eventually figure out how to score goals. Yeah, maybe they need to regress to the mean. Jared uh-huh. McCann scored 40 goals last year, shooting 19%. He's not shooting 19% again. That's coming down. That's fair enough. Daniel Sprong scored 20 goals in 66 games. He's not there. Well, he's not there. He's not there anymore. Ellie Tolvanen scored 16 goals in 48 games. He's mm-hmm. not scoring at a 35 goal pace again. Or 30 goal pace. But I just think Spicy. they're going to find that groove again. <laughs> they played one home game. I don't think. Geez, Seattle, local Seattle homer. I just, <laughs> I just don't think they're as bad as what they've kind of shown so far. I think they are. I think their goaltending stinks. I think their blue line is supremely average okay, and struggles well, to move. We'll see. We'll All right, see. We'll see. Uh, wager? No. Oh. I don't do wages anymore. <laughs> well, does that have to be financial? Barbie over here. No, I, nothing. I can't do it. You got a great visor <laughs> out of it. I, I do like the visor. I wore it casually in my home the other day. Exactly. But I, I also just don't think, I don't think they'll be as good as last year, but I don't think they're going to like stink. 
FICO's on my side. He says, wait, so you mean that a team that got unheard of depth scoring despite mm. shitty goaltending comes back down to earth the next season? No way. They'll be fine. I think they'll push for What's a playoff fine? spot. Oh. I think they'll push for like the fifth wildcard spot. I don't think, which is kind of what they were last season. No, or were they f- the first wildcard spot? Fifth, second, you know what I mean? Also, I found out the five Olympic sports. Oh, nice. do tell. Um, it is baseball, softball is they're classifying as a new one. Cricket, which I'm yes. assuming it'll be 20. T20. T20, yes. yeah, I'm assuming. Flag football, lacrosse. Ooh, let's that's go. That's wicked. Yeah, and squash, which will actually be I think Olympic fun. squash will be electric. Yeah. I think oh, it'll be quite man, fun. is that a good television sport? How I do you guess. film that? Yeah, think of like, there's a lot of squash players out there. Shout out to Jonathan Powers, former like world magnate of squash Canadian. Snapcase. Um, okay, sure. I'll give him. I'll give him squash. Pickleballs. Lacrosse will be sick. Lacrosse is sick. Lacrosse will be really fun. And I'm also big on the cricket. 2020 cricket is very fun. It's, and they're trying it's, to bring it's as it entertaining as a baseball game. Probably, yeah. If not, well, way more hits. Way more. And they're going for sixes. You know that. Yeah. That much for free. Yeah, that is, that is true. We had a cricket demonstration at uh, Remax Field before a Riverhawks game. I'll be honest, I didn't know much about it. It's fun. But, dude, that looks so much fun. And, and then I got, to go, the bat. I got to go out there and play with them and do a couple, you know, what do you call that? At-bats? I don't even know what you call that. But it was electric. It was yeah. a really fun time. Were they properly cool bowling to you? Oh, yeah. Oh, they, had, they were in their uniforms and stuff. Shit. They were demonstrating. The whites? Were they all in white? Yeah, I think so. Yeah. Cricket Uh Wade says high-end squash is actually really intense. Only oh, don't disagree. That. I'm just thinking it as a spectator sport. I am a I'm a squasher myself. I play squash most Sundays. I want to learn how. I think I'd really like it. Just gotta hit it and run. It's good. It's a, it it's a good workout. <laughs> yeah, it is. Yeah, we used Will to you play teach it as a workout. Yeah, sure. I can teach you. Just Where do you it. go to play? Uh Shore Park. Yeah, the rules are pretty simple. Off the off the air. Okay, the rules are pretty simple. No. <laughs> yeah, hit it off the wall and try and hit it back on the wall. Yeah, above a line. Yes. I see Tyler Mulek here said lacrosse is hard to watch on TV. I don't. I think it's incredibly entertaining because there's a shot clock, so you're getting action and every thirty seconds. And there's you're getting fights. I remember the Edmonton Rush. They used to have UConn Jack. Like MC the game during the game, yeah. and he just chirped the other team while they had the ball. You ain't seeing that anywhere else. Mm-mm. No, it's good. All right, continuing along with the menu outside of hockey tonight, also some Thursday night football. Jaguars taking on the Saints, just for the game in general. Like, come on, give us a good Thursday night game for once. Trevor Lawrence, man, he's not. He's going to be injured. He's a knee injury, so he's it's questionable. Derek Carr versus. A banged up Trevor Lawrence. Nathan Rourke. Sunday night football, though. Eagles, Fins. Dolphins. Yeah, that'll be Sign good. me up. That's, that's a electric. Game. Yeah, that's electric. But I, I don't know. I mean, there's damn football is, is what it is. But Jag Saints, this one could be interesting. The Linus, the over-under set at 40 and a half. Yeah. The Saints cannot. Jags are underdogs. No way. Yeah, they're even money. All right. Well, that's what I'm going on Betway. I know. Saints stink. They are okay. horrible. Well, then let's get into it over on Betway. 19 plus, please play responsibly. Let's dig into what the odds say. Yes, the Jags are plus two, two point underdogs. Over under set at 40 and a half. Hear me out. Oilers puck line, Jags money line. Have a night. Oh, that could be juicy. Yep. That'd be, could be fun. Now, I think it's going to be a one goal game, so I would fade it, but. Uh, you think, though? Okay. We'll get to I, that I think, later. 
I think Philly's going to, I think Philly's going to put up a fight. I, I think, think it's going to be a, a close game. I don't, I think it'll be low scoring. I do too. Uh, never say I'll never recommend betting the under, but mm-hmm. it'll like to be under. Um, any, anything you guys like from a player prop perspective tonight for the Edmonton Oilers? I cleaned up last game, but it was easy to clean up because you just had <laughs> to back Leon. Leon. Yeah. So you just bet anything Leon. Uh, let me know what you guys like. Dry saddle shot again. Pop. Plus Again, 110. Back to we're going to go chase the dragon here. Plus 110. Let's see what it pays. And then even money on his goal prop too. So I'll be taking both those for dry. Oh, uh, you think he scores again? Hey, even money's not great. I don't like doing even money if it's that low. I, well, last time I did it at minus 125 because I missed it, but I knew it was a lock. So I just mm-hmm. took it. Just click on it. Oh, I'm so used to it on the app. And then eventually it'll scroll. Yeah, there you go. Uh, I like, I mean, dry settle shot prop. He hammered it last game, but it's getting juiced up a little bit right now. So I, I kind of like to stay away, but we did do the research on like when he plays with Connor, he does tend to hit it more often. So yeah. Yeah. Maybe that's the play. Um, hmm. Jay found his bet. Yes. What's your bet, Jay? Uh, Dylan Holloway goal plus 400. Oh, we forgot to get the, our little game day challenge going again this year. Ah, well, we'll get we'll get the board ready, but these will count. Yes. These will be official plays. So, Jay, what's your play? Dylan Holloway goal plus four hundred. Jay chasing it early. I got it early. School season. Season. We believe in the third line. How I know this thing is going to go again this season? Jay, he's just going to be like zero oh, and ten, but then he'll hit one like he did with Echo last year. One and it's ten. The units. It's all units. about the units. It's about a body of work. <laughs> yeah, um, hey, it's a marathon, not, not a sprint. It yeah, it's a it portfolio works. of bets. Not all of them can win. <laughs> I'm going to go dry saddle two plus points. That'll be my official bet. Plus 115. There is one I want to take on here, but it is so cheeky that I'm like, ah, I don't know. Do I don't know. Say it. I know, and it doesn't pay out enough, but I'm probably going to bet it on the side, anyways. Um, I'm going to go Edmonton Oilers to win and Connor McDavid two plus points. Screw it. I'm getting juicy and the over. <laughs> All three of them in one on Betway. At three point four to one, I was. I think you're at risk. Let me see. I think you're at risk. Why? I think it's going to be a little scoring. Ah, uh, I mean Carter Hart's good. That's a good point. No, nope, that's what I'm scoring. I, I'm well locked in. Think I think it's going to be a hard. Like, oh, I was going to have to like really work hard today. I think. Hmm. I hope it's a blow. Remember, I said by the end of the Philly game, we are back to even on the goal differential, and we need them to win by three to do that. Yeah. So, like, I still believe, but I still think it's going to be tight. Okay, hear me out on this next one. I didn't know Betway offered it. I'm very intrigued by the idea of of tracking this game. Oilers to win the most face-offs at at, uh, just under even money. Like like minus 110? Oilers, 16th in the league. They win 50.6% of their face-offs. Oh, it's a lot. The Flyers, 26th (laughs) in the league at 44%. Wow. Well, the, the, it seems like you found an edge. <laughs> Son of a gun. I like it. That's a fun <laughs> thing to gamble on because every whistle, you're, you got every something whistle, right? You're going to have a spreadsheet. Just like, <laughs> where do Vancouver rank? The Canucks rank 21st at 49.1. And okay. So the Oilers. So the Oilers have, yeah. have both played the Canucks. And Nashville is one of the better teams, 12th in the league. Ooh. So the Oilers. Have pushed down the Canucks, who then beat the Flyers and the Oilers, have a positive face-off percentage despite playing a Preds team. That's okay. Very interesting. Connect. I'm like that. Uh, it's always sunny meme of Charlie with all the yeah. string <laughs> on the board, connecting everything to justify Carol, why Carol. I'm betting on NHL face-offs. But 
I believe. What about the total faceoffs? I don't know what Betway has the line at. <laughs> um, my official pick will be coming later tonight on pregame with Boardsy as our Boardsy bankroll segment. And if you haven't been catching up, Gavin's been bringing the statistics and backing up our bets in the last six that we have presented. It's gone six for six. Now we only pick one of the three every time, but we've said on the last two shows, I like all of these. I think I'm going to bet them all. Check, 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 check. So come tune in me and Tyler hour before the game. 4.30 start tonight for pre-gaming with Boardsy brought to you by Sherwood Afford the Giant. Total for face-offs over on Betway J is 57 and a half. I don't touch that because I, yeah, don't, I, don't, I don't even know what it means. Yeah. yeah. Um, also elsewhere in the NHL, Leo Carlson making his NHL debut. The number two overall oh. pick. It feels like he hasn't gotten a lot of hype because Connor Bedard. But Leo Carlson is six foot three, two hundred pounds. Played in the SHL last year. He's legit. He's, he is. Yeah. He, he's meaty. I thought he was hurt. He's back. He's making his debut tonight. He's he healthy now. For a while. No, he's ready to go tonight. That's good. Giddy up. How about what do you think of the NHL's draft change potentially? About not oh about doing it like it would, remotely. Yeah, kind of? essentially be and the hosting, NFL draft. Be like the NFL draft. So what they'll do like they'll have a. Like a place like New York where yep. they'll do the first round in front of everyone. Yep. Yep. And, and then, but all the teams will stay in their rinks in their war rooms and not travel. So like just the prospects will be there. I guess for us that kind of sucks, right? Does that mean we, we don't travel for the draft anymore? Does it? Unless you want to go talk to the prospects. Which is cool. Yeah. I think it would um and what always in Nashville? That would also be hilarious. Live from Tootsies. Um, <laughs> did you hear they might put it in the sphere this year in Vegas? Oh my so God. Sick. That would be unreal. He's so cool. That would be unreal. I, I think it's cool because then it's about the players. Like it's only about the players. Like that's fair. I also think it, but it lo- the NHL loses something they do that's unique. Other sports don't do that, right? NHL, everyone's on the draft floor at once. The idea behind it is that I guess some people think there's a disadvantage being in person because it's like, Oh, if you're on the phone and he's on the phone, other GMs can see you talking and piece together what you're talking about. And it like hurts, hurts at trade activity. Uh, yeah. Please tell him. Oh, so it like suppresses trades. Yeah. Oh, okay. Last season in the NFL draft, there was six trades involved in the top 10 picks. Wow. In the NHL well, draft, there was nine trades. And do yourself a favor. Pick was moved. Watch draft day. Yes. The movie. Yes. Watch my boy Sonny work them phones. Vontae mm-hmm. Mack. No matter, no matter what. what. And it just happens to be about the Cleveland Browns. It's just like double, double win. I think for every like fantasy draft I do, I commit to that bit and write down somebody's name, no yeah. matter what. Scribble it down. I love that movie. It's a good bit. It's a good bit. Um, some people are calling Leo Carlson the next Barkov in the chat. Why? Because he's European and went second overall unexpectedly. Wow, that was some serious <laughs> visceral shade. What the hell did Leo Carlson do to you? Bro? I thought you Euro guys stuck together. Oh, You're a prospect easy, guy. Easy comparison. He's a great player. Yeah, it's easy comparison. <laughs> hey, he's exactly Swedish. Yeah, but it's, it's the same storyline. I guarantee you, four talk. years he'll be like the most underrated player in the league, Leo Carlson, because he's European and plays in a small market. Like Aho and Barkov have been forever. Sorry, Leo Carlson. You probably have a great career. <laughs> to shit on your parade. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. That Good was luck sorry. tonight, Leo. Yeah, maybe if Leo Carlson played for the Kraken, you'd be a little higher yeah. on. <laughs> Drafted 17th by the Kraken. <laughs> yeah. uh, all right. Here's your content rundown for the rest of the day here at Oilers Nation. New episode of Nation Real Life. 
will drop this afternoon. Myself, Jay Chalmers, Wanye, Bag Milk. And then 4.30, start time, pre-gaming with Boardsy. Myself and Aaron going to get you set and bring you one See hour you up until puck drop. And then after the game, it's Oilers Nation After Dark with Aaron, Gavin, and... You. Me, you. Uh, I'm on the schedule. Oh my god, I got to do another show. I today. need to see the schedule because I <laughs> it was literally I was leaving for the office. The board's like, "You're good for after dark. You're, it's your time up." And I'm like, "I didn't know. I knew you didn't know email. too. I was trying to get you before you left. I was worried." Yeah, I'm on Saturday. Yeah, Oilers Jets eight and o'clock, it's, and it's Gavin's birthday on, my on Saturday. Yeah, I heard you guys are having a staff party here. Kennedy said no you're bringing pizza. I'll take if anybody wants to bring me food to watch the game. I'll, yeah. I'm not apparently a no. bunch of people are going to watch the game here at the office. DoorDash, DoorDash, oh, we're going to DoorDash some za. Talk about the Oilers. Good Smash time. Smash some Crown and Colas. Mm, I'm I'm a Crown and Ginger guy. And then when you get all fancy and you go buy it, you remember to buy a lime at the grocery store before. Mmm, mm, that's good. It's good living. I had a Crown and Ginger last night. Smart man. Mm-hmm. Smart man. No lime though. All right, there you go. That's your content rundown today. Jay, good to have you back on the show today. It's good to be back. I, I've been gassing you guys the last few. I apologize. I'm uh, I'm here now. You have something you want to say so <laughs> bad. Say, <laughs> the Kraken are sick. I had a great ring burger yesterday. If oh, you're yeah. ever the old sportsplex, grab a burger. Cash only, though. I was in Olds. Olds is an interesting town. I was in Olds two weeks ago. I Liam was broke into night. Jay Roseville's house <laughs> yeah. without him there. <laughs> I didn't do that. I went. Well, you can. I know where it lives. Nice, nice house. Yeah. All right. Uh, big shout out to everyone on the Century Mile Racetrack and Casino YouTube chat. New races every Friday and Saturday. Great way to spend a weekend. Why not hit it up this Friday? Um, you guys were great. You crushed the light goal. Back-to-back days. Let's keep the streak going tomorrow. Another show live from the Sports Closet Studio. SportsCloset.ca. New Oilers jersey. The merch that goes along with it's pretty cool. They got it all at Sports Closet. Yep. Show it off, Liam. Oh, you took the hug clean off the wall. This place now you got to hold it for the rest of the show. I'm still... I. I really want to get one, but I'm just torn on who to get. And I feel like I went, maybe the only way is to get McDavid. I thought about that. I got a blank one though for my birthday. And it looks pretty sharp. I kind of look I like the look of it just being blank. Yeah. I saw somebody said they got a Stuart Skinner one because it's heritage and he's a local boy. Well, logic lines. It'll be, inter- it will be interesting to see who starts that game. Oh, oh, you got to give it to Stu. Uh, it's Why? A debate for another day. Debate for another Why? day. Because I like the Unless story. he's earned it. Yeah, okay. Like, I'm not a Skinner mm-hmm. Liam, hater, you're like, killing me right now. <laughs> yeah, I just looked at the clock. Two minutes left. Well, Shout out to uh, <laughs> Wendy's, DoorDash, Star Mechanical, Betway, and our friends at Alberta Blue Cross. We'll be back tomorrow to break down the game. We'll have our Alberta Blue Cross moment of the game. Also, Alberta Blue Cross, their fantastic travel insurance. You can find out more about it, ab.bluecross.ca slash travel. New nation vacation launching soon. Launching in like 10 days. 10 days, days away. You want a hint about I where we're... It might be 12. I might have done some urine trick math there, so don't hold me to it. Here's your hint. Ow! I think I think the cat, it's like bag milk's identity. The yeah, cats are bag that we're going to Arizona. Uh, shout out to Alberta Blue Cross. <laughs> we'll be around to break down this game tomorrow, and we're going to get set for Oilers Jets tomorrow and have a friend from Winnipeg yes, join the show. Trust. Yep. Ooh. Um, it's a surprise. You'll have to tune in. Yeah, you'll have to tune in. Just like everybody to find else. Out. Uh, <laughs> thanks to everyone again for tuning in. We'll be back tomorrow, 1201 Mountain Time. Chat with you then. Thank you for watching Oilers Nation every day. Hit the subscribe button to never miss a show. And for more, visit OilersNation.com. Are you ready to enhance your future in tech? Then it's time to make your move to the UK. 
the nation that has more tech unicorns than France, Germany and Sweden combined. The nation that was third in the world to have a $1 trillion tech sector valuation. The nation where great talent comes together. Visit gov.uk forward slash great talent to see how you can work, live and move to the UK. Worried you'll need to babysit your robot vacuum? Think again. Meet Eufy X10 Pro Omni Robot Vacuum with AI-powered navigation to recognize and avoid over 100 objects. It's the winner of five Best of CES awards. And Digital Trend says it boasts almost all the same features as robot vacuums that cost twice as much. Want to know more? Go to eufy.com. That's E-U-F-Y.com. And discover X10 Pro Omni, the best-in-class all-in-one robot vacuum for only $799.